It's great to see so many of you come this evening, and uh, uh, it's, it's very encouraging to just see people just pressing into prayer. In 2007, I went to a prayer meeting, and uh, it was in a stadium. Did you hear what I said? I went to a prayer meeting in a stadium with 70,000 young people fasting and praying. It wasn't like prayer where we have break-in sessions, where we break out after each session. It was 12 hours straight. From 10 in the morning to 10, that's a bit intense. It was, it was hot, like, you know, it was just humid and hot and sticky and yucky. And <laughs> you know what all that feels like. If you've been to America in summertime, it can be crazy. So I was in this uh, meeting in Nashville, Tennessee, and it was really powerful. And the Lord spoke to me very clearly. I wasn't expecting this. He just said, James, you're going to do this in England. Yeah, that's what he said to me. And... I believe the word of the Lord that we're going to see stadium gatherings for prayer storm in this nation. I believe that. I believe that. I believe that. You know, this prayer storm we're having is the number seven one we've had. Prayer storm is only three years. We only started in 2009. But I know this is so much on God's heart. There's a momentum that he's bringing to this. And all this started by me just meeting with a few friends on a regular basis to pray for revival in Manchester on a weekly basis. You know, you come to this prayer meeting and it, it looks exciting. You have the lights and everything and it's great. But I'm more concerned about when you leave here and there's no light and there's no band to cheer you on and no James to say, come on, press in. And it's just you, 6 a.m., 7 a.m., whenever you wake up and you've just got to pray. You know, it's, it's funny that we would travel miles to go and see the, the latest Christian band or revival happening somewhere, but we won't get out of our bed to meet with God. Which tells me sometimes we can be more passionate about the move of God than the God of the move. God is more concerned about us being passionate about Him I'm more concerned about your passion for God when the lights are gone and it's just in your room with a CD player or no music. You're like, okay, I'm going to press in. You're going to sack yourself up to press in when Facebook is calling your name. I'm going to press in. I'm going to turn off the phone and turn off the computer. I'm going to press in. So, press them has come from that. And we still do this. Now, when you, I want to give you a picture. This gathering, we, we have this three times, twice a year. But this gathering really comes out of the fact that we meet monthly to have prayer nights. Our prayer night meetings come out of the fact that all of us, most of us in the leadership committed to this, meet weekly to pray in smaller groups. And our weekly prayer meetings carry on because we're committed to a daily devotional life of seeking God. Does that make sense? That the gathering is based on the monthly thing, the monthly thing is based on the weekly thing, the weekly thing is based on the daily devotional life. So at the end of the day, this comes down to our devotional life. And recently, the Lord has really been stirring my heart for prayer storm and what he wants to do. And um, we, we, we met the leadership team and we started talking and praying about things. And it was like the Lord was just releasing vision for this next season. So we really feel like we're going to kind of start to really change our focus a bit. Not that we're going to stop praying. Our heart is to see more prayer groups started across this nation. Our heart is to see you leave this place and go home and pray. Not go home and say, oh, that was great. I enjoyed it. It was nice. I had goosebumps. 
We don't want just goosebumps. <laughs> we want movements of the Holy Spirit across this nation. So our challenge is go home and start a prayer meeting. And we always say that at the end of our prayer, prayer stumps. Go home and start a prayer meeting. Because that's what I did. I went to the ramp. I was impacted. I came home. I started a prayer meeting. And eventually that evolved into prayer storm. What would happen if you would go home and do the same? What can happen in your region, in your school? Now, we're a movement that's focusing a lot on awakening. If you came to the morning session, there was only a few people here. But it was really powerful what God was saying to us about not living lives of compromise. And if you've been around this movement long enough, you find we are, in fact, the tagline says, prayer storm, awakening a generation. And we're all about seeing people awaken. Some of you never probably been to a meeting like this where people are just roaring and you're like, oh gosh, these guys are crazy. It's good that you may feel a bit like, oh gosh, this is a bit unusual for me. That's good. Well, we want to see you awaken to this because the reality is you don't know you're asleep until you wake up. And many times, God will place you around people that are fully awake for him to show you how spiritual, spiritually asleep you are. And I believe this movement is one of those movements God is raising. There are many other things God's doing besides this. We're not saying this is everything God's doing, but we know God has called us to raise up a culture of passionate prayer with worship and see things change in our, in our cities. I always say intercession is enforcing God's victory in the regions he's placed us. Think of intercession like, you know, the, the government sets a law. And when they set a law, they pass the law, and then they release law enforcers, the police forces, to enforce that law. So they say no smoking. The fact that the government has said no smoking does not mean some people are not going to smoke in certain places that they're not meant to smoke in. So the law enforces their job is to enforce the law that's been released by parliament. And we are fighting from a position of victory in prayer because Jesus won the battle on the cross. But the fact that Jesus is victorious on the cross does not mean Satan is not going to try to rebel against that victory in places where we as the church are not enforcing that victory. That's what intercession does. We enforce the victory of God wherever God has placed us, in the school, in the university, in the workplace. And sometimes we have to have a long-term mindset. I'm not in this for one month or two. I'm in this for 10 years, 20 years, 50 years, down the line. I'm still burning for God and doing this. more than ever before. So as a movement, we want to transition from awakening to not just awakening, but equipping people to do the reality of what we talk about. It's easy to come to this gathering, but sometimes it's harder to go home and have to meet in a group of four or five people and lead a prayer meeting. I've been to boring dead meetings, prayer meetings. I still go to boring dead prayer meetings, and I still give myself to that. And I believe sometimes you just have to learn to sow in the dust. That's what I mean. That's what that's the phrase I'll call it. When you're praying, it feels like nothing is shifting. I'm not here to preach, but I've got to say this. When Elijah prayed that it would not rain, and it did not rain, he said he prayed again, and it rained, and the earth produced its fruits. What that meant is, or what that means is, when it wasn't raining for the three and a half years, some farmers were still faithful to sow seed in the dryness. Because when the rain eventually came, there was a springing forth. And sometimes when you pray, it's like you're sowing into the dust. It's like, oh, it just feels dry. It just feels like I'm not breaking through. It just feels like God is not hearing me. Well, we all feel that sometimes. Okay? But our heart is to equip you to learn how to. It's almost like we want to we wanna make, we want to train you to be warriors in the spirit. You are warriors in the spirit, but to learn how to use your weapons and fight and contend and release the kingdom where God has placed you and pray with authority and understand who you are in Christ. 
So, as I said, as a prayer movement, we're transitioning from just awakening to now begin to equip people to do what we're doing. We want to see more prayer storms like this happen across the nation. Not just because we are leading it, but other people leading it. And it's funny, you know, people have been calling, emailing, texting from all over. Can we have prayer storm here? Can we have prayer storm? We just had prayer storm. The reason why this is so important is like God is the one stirring things. Like we're not trying to make things happen. He's the one stirring it happen. So uh, he's the one stirring it to happen. Recently, we had a prayer storm in Warrington. The second time we've had a prayer storm in Warrington, and our team didn't really lead it. The first time we went to Warrington, our team led the meeting. They mobilized the young people. The second time I went there, because we've been working with their team and kind of, you know, talking about prayer and how to lead prayer meetings and how to mobilize people to pray. And the second time I went there, their team led more, more of the meeting. And it was encouraging to see them step up, begin to come up and give words and release decorations, encouraging people to press in. And they were like, oh, wow, you know, this is the first time I've done this. It feels good. Some people, some of you in the afternoon came up here to pray on the microphone. The first time you've ever done that. It's not, it's not a big deal. You know, my prayer is no more important because I'm on the microphone and you're not. You just need to learn how to grow in confidence in prayer. I remember when I didn't used to want to pray. We used to have family prayers and everyone has to pray around. It would be my time, like, you know, I, I don't want to pray. My mom used to try to get me to pray. And I was like, don't bother me. <laughs> but, you know, actually, my mom has been my inspiration in prayer because I remember times. Yeah, serious. Serious. Uh, my mom is over there. <laughs> There are times when I'll go into a room, even still today, you know, 12 in the night, 1 a.m., I'm just going to try to go downstairs to get some food, and she's in the room just, just like praying as she does. I'm like, you know, and I, you know, when you see someone doing something you should be doing, somehow there's a conviction that's released to you if you know you should be doing that. You know, as a kid, 10 years old, 11 years old, seeing my mom pray, somebody knows, like, I'm called to prayer too. I should be praying, not watching TV. Eventually, uh, the revelation became a reality <laughs> a few years down the line. But the point is, you're called to do the same. God has called you to be a prayer warrior in where you're at. God is releasing that spirit of Elijah on our generation. It's going to manifest itself in a lifestyle like that of John the Baptist. He was a prayer warrior. He went into the desert. He was radical. That's why we are radical. Because football does not have to have our full radical devotion. Why? It's not saved. It's never going to save us. never going to do anything for us. I want my radical devotion to go to God. And the best I have to go to God. So, I'm holding this card. I don't know if every of you got this card when you're coming in. Did everyone ever get this? This next session, we're going to pray for intercessors to rise across the nation. And you are those intercessors, I believe. As I'm speaking, I believe God is stirring your heart for your region, for Buxton, for Warrington, for Leeds, for Huddersfield, for wherever you're at, for Kiel University, wherever it is. Now, there are different ways you can connect with this. We want to start at some point, as the Lord leads, leads us, to start having like a weekend, not a prayer storm gathering like this, but like a prayer school, where the focus is to equip people. We have a lot of teaching from great people of prayer, come in and teach how to pray, how to intercede, you know, either devotional life, leading a prayer meeting, or different dimensions of prayer. I heard a great man of God say once that prayer, you can build a university out of the subject of prayer in that there's so many dimensions and depths of it that it's just crazy, you know, and we're always growing in it. And we want to equip you to do this because this is not going to move on if it's just us doing it. We want to see a multiplication. 
that there are more prayer storms happening, not because we are the ones leading it, but because you are taking something from here and going out to lead it. I just got an email from a guy from Norway saying, I came to your prayer storm in November, and I'm starting a prayer storm in Norway. I want to call it prayer storm Norway. Okay, and I just went to Norway not too long ago, leading the largest Christian, I wasn't leading the meeting, but I was in the meeting of the largest Christian group gathering, like Soul Survivor, the largest gathering of youth in Norway, okay. And the leaders want to do prayer storm in Norway. And I'm feeling like this is not just about us here, this is about God is stirring up a culture of prayer across the nations. You know, Preston Warrington, Preston Boxing, Sheffield, there are places all over that I can just see that God is wanting to release this. And it's not going to be us kind of traveling around doing this. It's going to be you doing this. Does that make any sense? So this is a time to respond, okay? Did every of you get this card? Is that right? Did everyone get this? Am I, am I mistaken? Come on, nod or yes, no. Okay, put your hand up if you didn't get this. Have we got some more? Can we hand this out? And I want you to fill it in. Fill it in if you want to respond to this. And then we're going to pray into the next session and then we're going to finish. It says, are you interested in prayer school? Tick. Are you interested in starting up a regular prayer meeting at your church, at your workplace, school or university or wherever? A regular prayer meeting. And that could be a meeting of four, five, whatever. And the next one down is, are you interested in organizing a prayer storm gathering in your region? And that's not to say we are the ones that are going to come and do it. But the fact that you are going to be trained to do the same thing where you are and mobilize people to pray. Does that make sense? So wherever you're interested in, we want you to take and put your name and address. And after this, we're going to be looking into these things and praying. There are a few hands up here, please. Can, can we get some of these uh, things out to them? I know they're not um, uh, uh, pens or whatever everywhere. If you can try to share pens with people around you. Is that clear enough?